From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining in to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This podcast exists to see Jesus awaken this generation to the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm here to encourage you guys to be activated, be empowered, be equipped for the glory of Jesus, to hear God's voice, and to prophesy. I want to encourage you to download the free PDF document that I have available for you right here on the podcast description, the podcast notes right here on this live stream. It's a free five-day prophetic activation download so that you can hear God, you can prophesy in Jesus' name. Today, we're in for a very special treat as I have Georgian Banov from Global Celebration as my guest. He and his wife, Winnie, are a radical team bringing joy and freedom all over the world. They were part of the core team that wrote and produced the famous children's albums, Music Machine and Bullfrogs and Butterflies, which sold more than 3.5 million copies worldwide. Whether they're hosting Christian conferences, training students, rescuing and caring for trafficked children, or helping the homeless living in garbage dumps, their teaching and ministry are full of God's loving, joyful presence, bringing miracles and changing lives. So please welcome Georgian Banov to Adventures in the Spirit. Welcome, Georgian. Thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you. Thank you, Jared. Looking forward to this. It's awesome. It is an honor and it's a pleasure to have you on. As I mentioned in the pre-interview discussion, I've seen you on the Darren Wilson movies and God is using you in signs and wonders and power. It's amazing to see him using you to reach people around the world. But Georgian, I'm excited to have you on the program. I was curious as to how you came to know Jesus and walk in his power. Well, I was born and raised in the communist Bulgaria. I went through my uh, frustration with that whole, you know, regime control and so forth. And I rebel in my way. Me and three boys started the first rock band in Bulgaria. And uh, eventually we got shut down. I escaped her and curtain, made my way all the way to America and Hollywood. And in in the streets of Hollywood, I encountered the Jesus people. And uh, they were very friendly. They were just kind of weird and kind of like thought it was some sort of a new drug that I didn't know what that was because they were so happy and Jesus loves you. He really does. He died for you. I mean, they were, they were silly and, and I'm going, what, what do you want? This is no, it's not a drug. We used to be drugs, but now Jesus, we, we, we're in Jesus. And so through their love and, uh, and, and feeding me, that was a big deal because I was always hungry. Right. And so, at night, they'll invite me to their meals. And through two months of that, I finally, I 
I don't want to eat these guys' food anymore. I know I don't believe in anything they're saying, but just in case there's a gun, I'm leaving. Tomorrow I'm leaving, not going to get back to the house anymore. I'm going back to Hollywood. I wanted to uh, give it a chance, just out of respect for all the cooking. And I go, okay, I know there's no God, but say something and get it over with. So a thought came to my mind to say, God, do you exist? And of course, I go, okay, that's a good way to prove it. That he doesn't, so say it and done. And as soon as I say, God, do you exist? There was something very unusual happened. Talk about supernatural things I felt. Now I could call the presence of God, but I didn't think it was that way. I just felt something like canopy came over me, or would you say a blanket? It changed the atmosphere, changed the acoustics. It was amazing. I couldn't see it, but I could feel it. And the density of the air, everything became charged with, uh, and so the, the thought that that could be God, this this is God. I mean, it just went through me. I, I remember falling in the dirt <laughs> on top of that mountain there, like, oh, what is this? I want to know all about it. And that was my first moment experiencing with the encounter with the Lord. You know? that, that's amazing. That's amazing. I love the power and the presence of God, especially yeah. when he intervenes in our lives supernaturally that we can't, we can't deny him anymore. But Georgian, I would love to hear your story. Backtrack a little bit about your background. You mentioned that you were from Bulgaria originally. And with these shifts taking place right here in the United States, would you share with us your story of how and why you came to America? Well, as I said, I, I was uh, tired of this control. Uh, uh, people here in America cannot possibly imagine the control factor. The there is absolutely no middle gr- ground with the with the communists. They want you a hundred percent agreeing with you and complying to them and doing exactly what they tell you, or they kill you. There, there's no toleration of any sort. They are massively demonic and controlling controlling and uh, through brutal brute brutal murder spirit i mean you know we know hitler's uh killed so many jews and wars and stuff but lenin stalin killed a lot more that the, they numbers are something like 40 million uh also mao zedong probably at least double that so it's like 70 80 million of his uh, chinese people who were not in agreement they just either rebel or they just simply don't want it or whatever. I mean, you're dead. If you don't agree and submit, you're done. There is no in between. That's what people here in the States, America, they need to hear that because I'm not making this up. This is the how. Of course, I grew up in that already. So my mom and dad was were crushed. And, you know, my grandparents, they were crushed physically with uh, deaths and threats and murderous and stuff. And so they, they, so I grew up in this, like, nobody saying nothing. Like, uh, my fa- families on both sides were wealthy. Dad side was a banker. And on, on, on my mom's side, they had a refinery for oil, uh, for food. And yet I never heard nothing about any of them because that was considered bad enemy of the state. Anybody who was uh, wealthy, or rich was automatically the enemy, the the, the evil. Capit- communism uh, says that capitalism is evil. They got to be destroyed. So the only reason my my grandpa uh, survives 
that's because they were very good to their workers, especially the owner of the factory. He he had many workers, and among them, there were communists, underground, you know, secret communists. And unbeknownst to that, uh, Grandpa, he, I mean, he was nice to, to people, and, and he was treated well. So they stood up in the trials when they were killing the rich people, and they defended him. Uh, that's that's why he survived. Otherwise, they're all dead, you know. So that's the kind of spirit that uh, I grew up with, like, Parents cannot say a peep, nothing other than the communist propaganda. You only have to can say that. Otherwise, don't say nothing. Nothing against. Because you know how kids will say something in school. So parents don't want their, their kids to betray whatever they're saying. Uh, you know, And so they don't say nothing. That's that's weird, weird thing. That's how it is. So it's very serious. And I pray in Jesus' name that this doesn't, it tries to invade, but I pray that enough Americans will have, especially believers, born again, to understand that we will lose everything that Jesus paid for. He paid for freedom. He paid for uh, to the, the family, for the family values, in, in, you know, so uh, genders and things like that. They're, these communists are using everything to sub to subdue uh, people, and uh, that's that's what it is. Right, and Jesus is the solution. Revival is the solution. You've been ministering, uh, yeah. the, the ministry of joy. I think I've heard you referred to as the apostles of joy. Correct me if I'm wrong there, yeah. but joy is central to your ministry. I would love to know how God called you into ministry. Well. Um, after being born again, uh, with the encounter with the Jesus people, I encountered the Lord himself, became baptized in the Holy Spirit, actually had encounter with heaven. I was in the throne room. Don't know how to describe whether physically or what, but I was affected physically, emotionally, of course, spiritually with the uh, level of joy, extreme joy, ecstasy. Uh, I was a young Christian, never read the the book of Psalms says in his presence is fullness of joy and in his right hand there's pleasures forevermore. But I saw it, I experienced it. Some of that fiery joy fell on me. Actually, I was touched somehow. I can't describe. It wasn't a physical fire, of course, but it was touching me as though it was a fire and uh, extreme love, extreme joy. I couldn't even handle it. I, I just moved out of this, you know, place and uh, ran out in the cold air air didn't didn't help me anyways it was amazing experience and so i knew i i I was baptized with the spirit and the fire and eventually even spoke in tongues of course but that uh branding with that extreme joy was unforgettable and altered somewhat of uh, you know my perception of when I read Psalm 16, I go, oh, I get it. Yes, fullness of joy. I saw it. I felt it. And so it helped me to to get to make the Bible alive. I spent about a year with the Lord, and that cemented my relationship. I'd say to, like eight to ten hours a day. No exaggeration. I was, I was single, an immigrant, and God became my all and in all, my best friend. Eventually, he became my father. And the ministry, I went through a quick school of evangelism and joined the army of God, joined the ministry automatically. There was nothing else for me to do but to become, uh, you know, a, a preacher or, or, or a c- communicator of this great 
gospel, great joy, great, great, great good news. For me, it was life and death. And, and uh, I, my first job was evangelism. Then I moved later into the supernatural aspect because my particular group that I was that I raised with wasn't into that supernatural. But I had miracles that happened that, that I needed. And through that, the Lord just activated me uh, in the supernatural. So I'm glad that you're talking about that, that as well. So I would actually love for you to share that, how, how the Holy Spirit activated you into the supernatural during that time. Well, the first time that I encountered supernatural was a desperate situation. My wife is having complications with birth of our, our daughter. And uh, uh, there was cesarean and, and then she couldn't stop bleeding. And me and my pastor friend were outside praying, oh God. And, and suddenly we, we heard the Lord speak to both of us loudly, like stop whining and take authority of the spirit of death now. And we're like, like we heard it. It was like shocked. Both of us were like, in, uh, we know God heals, but we don't know how and why and this and that. And, and so that very second, within, I'd say three seconds, they ushered my wife from the uh, place where she was losing blood, two and a half times her body blood. So her organs began to crash because they couldn't connect with cold blood. They didn't have enough warm blood ready that quick, you know. So anyway, so they rushed an emergency and we had just that second to lay hands and take authority of spirit of death. And that was it. And, and she survived. Both of them survived. Both of emergency, my daughter and my wife, and made it without any complications. And that's when I was sort of activated into particularly healing ministry. And from that point on, I prayed for my daughter. She grew up in this, oh, if anything wrong, ask daddy. He'll just, any always, anything will go. And she she. My daughter, never, we never had a doctor. We never had, not that we shouldn't or anything. I'm not against that. We just right. never needed that. She never knows what's, the, what's hospital. She's never been, you know. I mean, supernatural, the Lord has helped us be very healthy. And uh, that's kind of the start. And then Amen. many other ministers, many other, uh, you know, s- stories from supernatural. But healing was the first. And then we moved into other areas. Yeah, I love that. That's exciting. You know, healing is actually fairly recent. The last three years in my ministry, the prophetic has always flowed for a number wow. of years, but, but healing is fairly recent. Even recently, three tumors healed in Jesus' name. But that's uh, a story for another time. But Georgian, you as an apostle of joy, you call joy the secret weapon, God's secret weapon. I was curious because we need joy. We need to rejoice. We need a message of hope and encouragement in the season that we're in. Why do you call joy God's secret weapon? Well, I hope it's no longer a secret. I hope my book will help reveal the secret, but it is uh, 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 not known so well. Like we, I think we treated, treat joy almost like an extra, right. um, you know, like, all right, that's, that's fine. But uh, let's get the meat and potatoes, like get serious about God commitment, you know, faith and, and love and everything, but joy is right there with love. God is love, but also He's joy, and, and like He's also peace. These are not, you know, extras. They're essential of who God is. We don't see God that 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 well, but I saw Him in full ecstasy and joy, and 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 also the joy is um, uh, first of all, it's a strength 
It makes us strong. And the joy is not for just good times. It's for especially for hard times. And for the joy set ahead, Jesus endured the cross. This is cross-enduring power, you know. And and also joy is essential, you know, uh, super essential because uh, the the devil is the opposite, depression. And But the weapon of joy, I call it a weapon because it's not a physical weapon, spiritual weapon, but disarms, disengages. I would say paralyzes the demonic. They cannot operate. They cannot function among joyful atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So, so that I've seen it in you come from tough spots in in uh, in, in army and marines and the war zones. I've I've tested this joy um, in uh, Sudan and the, the refugee camps. I tested it in interior of Congo uh, and uh, West Banks. Where there's terrorism, I, I, in fact, Israeli army marvels as uh, as they surveil uh, this particular refugee camp that we walked in with the joy of the Lord, we worship and the praise, and the surveilling team talked talk to me the next day that says we're aware of what you're doing, but we were shocked at how you change the atmosphere in this uh, refugee camp where there's terrorists in there. I'm going, what do you mean changed? He goes, wait, you went in and you came out. Dude, you understand what a miracle. We've never thought you were going to come out alive. I've never seen anybody, uh, like Americans especially, going in. And uh, so that's why I say it's a weapon. It's a spiritual, not physical, but makes makes the devil like, don't know what to do with us. Michelle Lasky, co-founder of Fireborn Ministries, and recently many of you have been asking how you can partner with our ministry through giving. I want to share with you something God has laid on my heart over the last few years. I've had vivid dreams in which sex trafficking victims are rescued, rehabilitated, and they encountered Jesus. My husband Jared and I knew these leadings were from the Lord, but we didn't know what our part was in the solution until recently. Fireborn has just created a brand new partnership with Tom Stammen and Impact Ministries International, and we are raising funds to rescue victims of sex trafficking in Honduras and in the United States. If you would like to partner with us or give a donation of any amount, 100% of funds go straight to these life-changing endeavors. You can go to paypal.me forward slash Fireborn Ministries and give directly toward rescuing sex trafficking victims. Or go to our website, firebornministries.com and click on give to see other worthy projects we are supporting. Thank you so much for praying for us and partnering with Fireborn Ministries. I love it. We got to give the devil a bad day. And I know the joy of the Holy Spirit can give the devil a bad day. Would you mind sharing stories of lives changed and transformed by an outburst of the joy of the Lord? Yeah, I would say uh, several things come to mind. One of us is a gypsy community. We work with the gypsies in Bulgaria, especially and other other places too. Uh, we work with the poor all over garbage dumps. But uh, this particular time we were in Izmir, I believe, uh, in Turkey, and working, uh, just having a party with the gypsies because as long as uh, uh, there's music, and especially gypsy music, uh, the police allows you to mingle with them uh, if it's a party and stuff. Uh, they don't allow, at the time, it's against the law to preach, to proselyte, to, to talk about Jesus in the streets. So under this uh, music, and I'm bringing my violin and the joy is released. I'm playing with the gypsies and having fun. And healings break out. Healings broke out, and uh, and on the way out, 
uh, we're, uh, I mean, wheelchair guy would come off like that kind of a radical feeling. On the way out, um, we're loading the bus and this uh, gypsy lady uh, is bringing her daughter, practically dragging her and, and sort of like, before you go, like, do something for my daughter. And she is totally demon-possessed. Poor thing is self-inflicted wounds, just just a, a mess. And so I go, hey, ladies, come on, give her a hug. Like, I, I'm like, I don't want to, what to do with this, you know? And two or three of our gals just give her a hug. And suddenly, visibly, demons are flying out of that, that young girl, that lady. She's in her mid-20s. And all of a sudden, she became completely sane and says, oh, mom, I'm feeling good. These people are good. And and her mother's like, she's never heard her say sane word in five years. We were told that uh, as it happened. And so that, that I mean, it was that celebration, that spirit that, that made have miracles. And now even demons flew with just a hug, you know. <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, I call it joy fair rather than warfare. Of course, it's warfare, but through the joy, we see release from the demonic. We see release from sicknesses and disease. Um, uh, another story, kind of funny personal story, but my wife, my my grand, my my mother-in-law was uh, in an accident, so she's in a hospital, and my wife goes there and sees her mom, like like she's pale, you know, she's an IVs. And just lost the, you know, the jaw and stuff. And 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 my wife goes, "Oh, mom, I'll, I'll hook you up on better IVs than this. Come on, I'm gonna give you joy, joy uh, IVs of joy from heaven. Come on." And and Cookie is very childlike, so okay, okay. And so she's hooked up uh, with the joy IV. Suddenly the color is back. She's she stands up. She's she's just healed and and transformed and. Doctors come and what's going on? And she says, "Well, my daughter gave me an IV and I'm off, all fixed." It was like <laughs> rejoicing. Next two, three days, they had to keep her in the hospital. No need of IV anymore. So she went around giving IVs to uh, all the other patients, and joy breaks out. So this is kind of very childlike story, but it's in the simplicity of believing and receiving the joy of the Lord, and strength comes in from that. You know what I mean? Hey, man, I got so many good. stories. Can I say one more story? Oh, please do. Yes, sir. This is supernatural story about multiplication. You read in the Bible, but I never really seen it until we went to Mozambique, getting hot here. And Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. So we're in Mozambique with our dear friends, Roland and Heidi Baker. And, you know, we're doing a conference and all they eat is like, some sort of a mush, uh, like a corn mush or something. And um, and I'm going, man, uh, why don't we do something like uh, some meat for them? And um, she goes, well, we only eat meat uh, on Easter and Christmas. They're two meal, two times a year. I'm going, well, what will it take to get? I mean, it was like 1,200 people conference. Uh, and she goes, I don't know. So we figured it out and we bought this chicken for 1,200 pieces of dinner, uh, chicken, and they're frying it. So all night they fry this chicken and they have small facilities. So it took all night to fry chicken for 1,200 people. And smoke, smell of chicken goes through the neighborhood. So people dream chickens all night, so they come. 
another 1,200 uh, people were there with many ladies with babies and stuff and want chicken. Well, we don't have chicken more than 1,200. And we first fed our own conference, the pastors, the, the garbage dump kids, and so on and so forth, and the orphans. Uh, and and, and the, the thing of it is, is that you see the chicken goes down because we're serving, but there's still more. And I'm going, wow, this is this is crazy. And and uh and so we finished feeding all twelve hundred people and there's more chicken. Yes. So Heidi goes, Well, let's bring some more. So another five hundred come in, we empty the hole, we we've done five hundred and we dig out the, the chicken and it's still more chicken after the five hundred extra, then another five. So we fed all extra 1200 so the lord actually doubled it in this case because i know we bought it we know the pieces and uh and the funny thing is that the 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 god's god's chicken was just as greasy as ours like you would think god will multiply kind of like a little more health health <laughs> it was just as greasy amazing <laughs> but that god likes the fat eat the fat drink the sweet so multiplications have happened many times, miracles like that. Of course, my daughter challenged me uh, when we were doing a, a ministry in a Bulgarian gypsies. And she said, Dad, we eat a we eat, uh, nice meal after the, con- con- the, the time, but these people don't. Uh, and I'm going, well, what, do you, what, do you, what do you want me to do? You know, well, she says, feed them. I says, how do you feed 5,000? Do you understand uh, what's happening? And. And she goes, I don't know, Dad, but it's not fair for us to eat enough for them. And so next year, I have no idea what happened. We had this huge feast. Just the pots necessary to cook a meal for them was like enormous. That's what the Lord provided. And then we jumped to 10,000. It's, it's been growing and the multiplication and just just the whole uh, miracle. Of it. And because of the presence of God, so strong, you know, uh, crime has gone from their neighborhood. That's another effect of the presence of God, the Holy Spirit. Not everybody's Christian, but uh, but m- most of them uh, become born again. But crime is completely gone. So for the last 20 years nearly, police haven't gone inside because of the intensity of the presence. They worship every night like we do. And Amen. So these are the kind of miracle stories. And the joy of the Lord is the essential again to um, to you know frustrate the demonic can't function you know. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Thank you so very much for sharing those stories. And because of your revelation of joy, you've released a book called Joy: God's Secret Weapon. Uh, could you give us a quick snapshot of that book? I I walk you through the journey to my journey of of coming to the Lord to freedom. And then uh, freedom, really freedom inside, not just coming to America, but because I didn't experience freedom just coming to America uh, until I met Jesus. I joke and say, one thing to get Georgian out of communist, another thing to get communist out of Georgian, only Jesus does this. So he filled me with himself. And as we say, his presence is fullness of joy. So I begin to experience that lasting. Uh, he, he is my joy. It's the Lord himself. It's not some extra liquid or something, although he was anointed with oil of gladness and joy. To me, that's the Holy Spirit, the anointing, the anointed one and Christ. And uh, so um, that's 
kind of my encounters and I, I, I walk, I'll walk you through my uh, friendship with God. And then, because uh, that, that was a huge thing. First, I encountered the Lord uh, as a friend. I got to know him as a friend. Then I, I went into sonship because I, I couldn't understand. I didn't have a dad to, to visit me. So I, father, father wasn't being, but the Lord became my dad eventually. Amen. And uh, and so continued to walk me through the revelation of grace, uh, his finished works and all that. Part it's a it's an increasing joy because you know when you're relying on your own strength you lose strength but his his the joy of the Lord continuously to strengthen me refresh me and uh, I grew up with Apostle Paul he was like my my human uh, in a spirit mentor and and he he wrote about rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice to the Philippians. But he wrote it uh, not from Five Star Resort in Rome. He was in a dungeon. And yes. so like, wow, you know, like this is how I I get mentored by the Lord and through his people and leaders into this joy. It's, it's really a serious business. It's not a joke. You know, <laughs> joy is not an extra. It's essential. That's how I was raised. And that's how I raise others with that. Joy is essential. Georgian, thank you for that truth. It would be an honor to have you pray an impartation of joy because Adventures in the Spirit podcast, it's not just information, but it's impartation and activation. Would you, would be, you pray for us? I'll be honored to. Lord, thank you for Jared and his family and his uh, mission. He's a seasoned soldier of the Lord, but also in the spirit uh, we're being seasoned by you and the way you season us, you, you salt us with love and joy and peace and you empower us. Joy is an empowering factor, paralyzes the demonic. So I just released that glorious, victorious uh, element of the presence of God, the fullness of joy over my brothers and sisters and empower the army of God to function in that and to paralyze the demonic and to just be more than overcomers through your joyous presence inside. You're a joyful God. When 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 the, the angels introduce the birth of Jesus to the shepherd, it says, we bring you good news of great joy, of great joy. Lord, I release that fear from what's happening around through the great joy for the good news of great joy over my brothers and all my sisters, everyone listening. Thank you, Lord, for that oil of gladness. Because you, you hated evil and love righteousness. Oh, God, you God is anointed with oil and gladness. And Lord, I just released that oil upon the body of Christ. And though everyone that's listening right now, supernaturally, in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Amen. As soon as you started praying for the release, I saw like a 25-foot tall warrior angel. And oh, Holy Spirit, thank you, Jesus, for what you did. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, be poured out on everybody watching, everybody listening in Jesus' name. Sweet joy of the Lord. Georgian, what is the best way for people to get more information about you, your ministry, but also purchase your book, Joy, God's Secret Weapon? Yeah, if you if you Google Georgian Banoff, my website will come up, Global Celebration. But if you just Google Joy and uh, Amazon, my book will come. And I can if I can ask a, a, a favor, a blessing for me if you get the book, read it. If you could do a, a book review, that would be awesome because it's 
a lot of non-Christians are in, in, in Amazon. Would love for them to see us on top and maybe buy a book and get touch with joy. That would be evangelism. be awesome. Thank Amen. you for Amen. helping me. Amen. Guys, purchase Joy, God's Secret Weapon by Georgian Banna, my new friend who's empowered by the Holy Spirit, and review it, please, just as he said, so that it could reach more people who need to know the joy of the Lord. And don't forget to subscribe to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky podcast and share it with everybody. Share this episode with all your friends. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and the Charisma Podcast Network and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you and so like, very much. And like, and like and also push the bell so that you can get a notification from Jared. Is that good? <laughs> That's good. Thank you so very much. It was an honor, Georgian. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and Adventures in the Spirit. We hope that Adventures in the Spirit encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. Subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.